0: Hello everyone, welcome along to another very quick edition of the Luton Town Supporters Trust podcast. I've managed to make my way up to the Bobbers Gantry, where I've been joined by the Lutonian journalist James Cunliffe to reflect on what can only be called an annoying afternoon, Luton Town 2, Chelsea 3. I should just say, if you hear any background noise, the uh, groundsmen are already working on the pitch below us. Uh, We can't do nothing about that. It's new year, they want to get away like the rest of us, so um, fair play to them. James... What are we, five minutes after the full-time whistle? What's your overriding or immediate thought to that game?
1: Oh, what well, could have been, really? I suppose in the end, it was a little too, little too late. Uh, the goals just felt a bit soft. I mean, Chelsea really didn't have many chances. The ones they got, and they took, and, and Luton huffed and puffed and couldn't. And, you know, it, it hit the bar twice, had one chalked off, scored too late on, and then you just wanted... And by that point, they were whacking in crosses and um, everything felt like it was going to get something. But just the last one just wasn't, wasn't right and it didn't happen. And uh, they were really good all day for getting in crossing positions. But the first half, just the final ball was absolute pants. And then, um, yeah, it's just a really frustrating one because they really could have got something out of
0: this. The annoying thing is I didn't think Chelsea were much cop. Yeah, they had a couple of flashy wide players. But once they took the lead, I mean, they're working on the pitch behind us. It must be a bed for these Chelsea players, the amount of time they were rolling around on it. It was embarrassing. Nicholas Jackson, yes, I know he took a nasty hit, but the amount of times he rolled around on the floor, I mean, the Luton fans were singing, you are embarrassing. And once or twice, even the Chelsea players were looking at him and saying, would you get up, mate, for Christ's sake? The referee had to pull him up twice. I mean, it was just one of those afternoons. But that first half, It just felt flat. It just felt like a 12.30 Saturday kickoff. Absolutely crap. No one's been to the pub and had a few beers and no one could get no energy going. The the players looked flat. There was no aggression that we're used to with Luton. Defenders were getting rolled too easily. Barkley and um, Sambi in the middle were, were, were given as good as they could get, but then we couldn't isolate them going forward. And Chelsea just kind of picked us off really twice you know the first one there was a lot of conjecture in the kennel to whether nicholas jackson's offside he's not we could have done much better with the shot that got rebounded um and then obviously cole palmer i think it was who put it in the back of the net and then the second one madoweki's just walked through and you know good strike but shouldn't be able to get into that position as easily as he did yeah, it was a good strike, but I mean, Kaminsky
1: saved those all this season, hasn't he? And I mean, it came out and nothing. there were two players monitoring him. I don't know how he got the shot away. He must have seen the slightest gap and went for it and got it. But that's the difference, is it? Luton needed like 10 chances to get something on target. They just needed that one and one small half sight of a goal, got it. Um, And the first one, I mean, you know, Kabori gives it away to Palma and you've got to give it to Palma. It's an unbelievably arrow-like strike, but... Yeah, you Kabore know, has been wonderful of late. Um, but that would had said one of those afternoons today and it just wasn't wasn't happening for him. And that that mistake that early on um didn't help the atmosphere that you were talking about.
0: No, it didn't. And I don't know if Kabore was fully fit or not. Obviously he was hooked at half time. Maybe there was some tactical influence in that as well to get Chio on and get running at colwill who looked dod- dodgy every time someone ran at him this afternoon. Quite how he's in an England squad, again, I do not know. Chong also came on at half time. Chong came on um, for Jacob Brown, who again, probably three games in a week, just caught up with him a little bit. Also, he was a red card waiting to happen as well. Yeah, um, he was. He's, not that he's malicious
1: or anything, but he got booked and he did um, go high on someone's boot as well. I think the next one would have been a red and you don't want to be in that position. So no. Nope.
0: all. Unless his name was Conor Gallagher, who was always going to get booked for a second time, quite how Conor Gallagher didn't get booked this afternoon, I have no idea. Think it's six fouls that he registered, zero yellow cards. There are only two yellow cards. Chelsea, time wasting for this after the second goal, disaster, time wasting, and then finally in the ninety third oh three minute. Colwell gets booked for time-wasting. The goalkeeper was time-wasting from the first 10 minutes and the referee was looking at him, not a single thing. He might have. Wore, he may as well have wore one of those stupidly coloured Chelsea shirts. The referee, absolutely atrocious. Plus six at the end of the second half. Could have doubled that for the time-wasting. They it spent, was they a spent joke. six
1: minutes rolling around on the ground and I don't know what the time-wasting about. They were 2-0 up at the time and really not looking in any danger. So I don't I mean, know what that was about.
0: You're exactly right. I said to someone in the crowd, The only way this is going to turn is if he keeps time wasting because he'll get the kennel offence back up and then he'll get some energy into the game. And that's exactly what happened. Unfortunately, we went 3-0 down at the time. To be fair to the defenders, they probably expected Jackson to fall over for the 500th time, but he didn't for once in his life. Played a lovely ball through to Cole Palmer. Couldn't quite see how it got in, whether he rounded Kaminsky or whether he just slid it past him. But either way, when that bloke's going to one-on-one with you, it's only ending up in one place. He's he's rounded
1: Kaminsky with a sort of rolled the ball top of his foot. And then there's three defenders uh, chasing back and he's just got ice in his veins. And it's just, I mean, that's the difference in it. Cause Luton didn't and they, so many, so many times the ball was pinging around the six yard box or put through the six yard box at one time by Chong. wonderful ball. And Eli hadn't anticipated it. And I mean, that's just a difference, isn't it? When you really, come against this, I mean, when it was, when it was three nil, I didn't think it was a three nil game. They weren't, they weren't battering Luton, but that is the difference.
0: Yeah, I mean, they spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of quid on this team. And you kind of saw it in three three moments of quality, really, because I don't think Kaminsky's made a save of note anyway uh, in the entire game. Petrovic is the one who's been the busiest. Certainly, the longer the game goes on, you're right about Eli. Chong put a lovely ball across the six-yard box. Throw your whole body, the kitchen sink and the swimming pool at it, Eli. And then, as it turns out, you'll have had hat-trick, you know, having scored... that followed it there was a key moment wasn't there 3-0 down we've mentioned this a few times on the podcast this season if you're called Sheffield United or you're called Burnley you capitulate in that situation but this Luton team they roll their sleeves up and you just don't know what these two goals are going to do however Rob had to make a change tactically Andros Townsend goes off, Carlton Morris goes on. And for the first time in the entire afternoon, Thiago Silva had someone up against him. It was an absolute Rolls Royce for the first 65 minutes of the game. We just could not get at the other guy without Silva coming around and covering. But then finally, Silva has some work to do. And lo and behold, two crosses later and Eli's got a couple of goals and we're right back in this. And the, the cross is from Alfie Doughty. He's turned into Pete David Beckham.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you're not in the first half, him, but him, it was everyone, him, Townsend, Kabore, every cross was too long or not not in the right area and just wasn't happening, but they were getting in those positions and um it's good that they turned it around in the end to, and it, once you got into the last 10 minutes and then the six minutes of added time, it felt like every cross was going in the mixer in the right spot, but... there was like a body in the way or Luton weren't anticipating enough or not the right connection and just the the, the final bit of quality really wasn't there. And But, you know, Luton have hit the bar twice. Eli's had a, I don't know, it's harder to hit the bar than it was to score a thing. He stooped too low and tried to get too much on it, hit the bar. And then Morris has hit the bar and I want them, say, from Petrovic. And it's just like, they threw the kitchen sink at Chelsea and really should have got something and and finished 2023 with something. But, um, the the fact that they did that and and they went to the end and they it, it puts a better uh, sheen on the match really uh, because it, it they they I didn't see it I didn't see that they deserved to be three no down and and in the end they probably should have got a boy, but it's
0: it's sort of so
1: so near but so far against these big boys isn't it really
0: it is I mean we cannot end this podcast without a word of Ross Barkley. I went into the game expecting big things of Ross Barkley uh, and and I liked the team sheets. Ross Barkley and Sambi Laconga up against Moises Caicedo and Conor Gallagher. Well, Caicedo went for a burton in in about the first two minutes and how many nutmegs he put through Conor Gallagher's legs in that first half alone? Was ridiculous. He hit the crossbar with the free kick as well, didn't he? That crossbar is not his friend. Someone stick it up another six inches, for Christ's sake! And Did it, I it, thought it went it just I thought it flicked the crossbar. Well, it's, either way, it's closer. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it flicked the crossbar. If it didn't, I haven't. You know, we're recording this straight afterwards. I'm hundred yards away from it. Don't send me to spec savers, please. <laughs> but the the key Barkley contribution in terms of highlight reel. There's a long ball. it's sort of both bounces high up in the air. And Barkley's just at the penalty box, just below me. And he doesn't control it. He just backheels it on the volley, knowing full well that Chong's going to get to the byline. It was absolutely unbelievable. Three Chelsea players right out of the game. Credit to Tahith Chong, because he knew it was coming as well. So many players of the level that we've come from were like, oh, he's not going to be able to do anything with that. But he didn't. He was on his toes. Uh, and I think it was a last gasp clearance, wasn't it? Otherwise, we'd have got a goal. But the, the magic of this boy... He, even in defeat, you just go home with a warm feeling in your heart that you've just watched another Ross Barkley masterclass.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was, he was the best player on the pitch. Um, I mean, Chong had a good go at matching him in the second half. Yeah. The, the credit he, to Chong. He was absolutely unbelievably, brilliant. Come on in. Really proved a point. I mean, he'll get probably a full start against Bolton in the cup, wouldn't he? And, and if he, uh, really performs there, then that's his, that's his opportunity. He was great, but Barkley all game was, was fantastic, and it's, it's just a, on occasion. You mentioned that one there from Sean, but on occasion, the rest of the players weren't really up to speed with it because he, there was one occasion where he sort of burst forward, and he was looking for a bit of movement, something to lay a part off to, and it just there was nothing there, and he got he got the ball dispossessed off him, and it's uh, yeah, it's just one of those where um, he he he's sometimes too good.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I've actually mugged Ross off, haven't I? Because of course he scored our first goal. Eli's first goal was. Um, Disallowed for offside with Alfie Doughty just offside down here. I'm so used to Quite about this much. I'm so used to Eli getting on the end of Alfie's corners. I completely forgot it was Ross Barkley who scored the first yeah, goal yeah. this afternoon. I uh, mean, at that
1: point, it was it seemed like a consolation, and and the fact that they all jogged back to the halfway line sort of suggested it. But then after that, it was just uh, it was just the Alamo, really, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, Chelsea are going to leave knowing full well that they've maybe not stolen three points but they've ended up having to work really, really hard for three points. And he was not letting go of that ball for love nor money in the goal. Um, Desazi, when uh, Eli, Eli did actually get a goal that counted ultimately not to be, you cannot be anything but proud of the effort, certainly of the last half an hour of that game and 2023 as a whole. I mean, what an absolutely incredible year, Um, a three, two defeat for the second time that Chelsea have been down here in succession. They've run off with a three, two defeat. Uh, Proud, gutted, annoyed, but ultimately we live to fight another day in 2024 and uh, we go on from there. As I say, two weeks off now from Premier League action. Obviously, we have Bolton in the cup. Hopefully, we can pick up another morale boost in winning that and see where it takes us. That's the thoughts of myself and James. I'm going to send James off to get the thoughts of Rob and a few of the key players. I'm sure we'll get Ross Barkley because he was absolutely superb. Maybe Tahith Chong as well, if he could stop him as well. And, and a couple of others. And here is what they had to say to James after the game.
2: A little, little bit of a game of what if, if only. Uh, I think the performance was was brilliant though. Um, and even from the... I know they went through it a lot. So that probably changed people's perceptions a little bit. But we were incredibly brave. Difficult to find a way through and really create too much in the first half when the game's still maybe a little bit tighter. They're defending very, very well. And they're really good players. It's hard to find a way past people like Taddo Silva, you know. It's it's difficult. Um, But that being said, I thought we were really aggressive. We were on the front foot. You know, we were asking a lot of questions. We gifted them the first goal, which is then a challenge. Second goal, I thought, was brilliant skill. Running Maduaki, it was a brilliant goal, uh, which we knew we respected their quality. We knew they had that. The individuals out front four are electric and can be um when they um just even in moments, you know, even if they're not at it consistently throughout the game, just even in moments. Um but I thought we started the second half really aggressively, great intent, made some made some changes and and really attacked the game, continued to attack the game, I should say. Not not didn't wasn't really a different message, it was just different personnel in some different places. Um and then, yeah, a third goal, which again is avoidable. But when we were in the ascendancy, I thought what what pleased me most then is that that game then could go one way or the other. Chelsea can go 4 or five, six, seven, you know, and we've seen that in the Premier League against better teams than us. For the players to then go and do what they did, I think it shows how special they are. So I know we have not got anything from the game, but I'll be able to sleep easier tonight than if we'd have just given up and gone and got beaten 4-5. or five. We showed fight, we showed heart, we showed loads of quality. We took the ball, more of the ball than they did. And chose, that doesn't really happen. You know, we've, we played really, we took the ball, we were really brave. We carried on being aggressive and, and, and wrestled the game back um, in terms of result. I think that we were in the ascendancy, like I said. We, we, we almost wrestled the result back. So incredibly proud of the lads. If I look at the, the progress we've made, from when we played Chelsea's second game of the season to that game there today, I like the way that we're going. And If we can continue to improve and, and keep um, keep working the right way and keep improving, then we'll give ourselves a chance. Um, I don't think really anyone can doubt that. I'm, I'm not saying we're going to do it and we're going to stay up. I believe we can, but we can give ourselves a chance with the performances that we've been given now over the last couple of months. And Clearly, both boxes are really, really important and we can't, you know, can see um, those goals. I thought the first and the third were disappointing from our point of view and could have been avoided. You know, really, apart from those, I know it's three goals, so it's a lot, but apart from those three, Chelsea then didn't, they weren't able to then create the up and puff. There was one that flashed across, I think, in the first half. There was a good block from Sandy in the second half, but there wasn't loads of saves then for Thomas to make, you know. I and mean, then we did have big chances, you're right. We did have big chances. You know, a bit of woodwork a couple of times, the offside goal, uh some uh, there there was some really good play there to actually create those chances. So think about the performance, keep creating, keep um keep brushing up on the, the mistakes that we're you know we have made today and keep learning and, and improving in those um in those moments. But I'm seeing a lot of stuff that I like as well. Premier League's really hard to keep clean sheets. It's gonna be difficult for us to keep clean sheets. Zeros and ones we talk about, that's the aim. It gives you a chance, a bit of a platform, a foothold in a game. Today we um we nearly found a way to get something from the game, even when we conceded three. They're disappointed because they know we were good enough today to get something from it, and we showed that, you know, uh, the performance was excellent. Without the ball, we were aggressive and brave, happy to go 1v1 in big spaces against top top players, and we knew at times there's a risk to that, but we felt the reward was greater than 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 the risk. So um, that's what suits us, that's how we get, that's how we play, and... Uh, yeah, they're gonna get away, they're gonna get through at times, but but when we win it, we're dangerous as well. So um there was a the, the players can see how we're improving. They're they're on board. That you know, and I think they'll be flat and disappointed because we've not got something from the game, but they'll see the growth in the team, they'll see what we are doing, they'll see how well we're competing, they'll see that from game two to there now there's been a huge leap in performance levels and um the only way to to get out of the position that we're in is by working really hard and continuing to build and grow so that they're flat but there's a belief there and a, uh the will feel, feel similar to me you know after a good performance you know you can sleep a little bit easier if it was a poor performance and, and and we'd lost it's more difficult Russ, obviously not the result you wanted but are there positives you could take from that
3: yeah positives to take no a good side, you know, with a lot of talent. You can see three goals responded really well. To Score two goals, could have easily won the, won the game in the end if there was. I don't know why there was six minutes at a time when we're behind, but when we're winning the game like 10 minutes at a time, it's strange, But if we would have had maybe eight, we could have. Who knows? We were pushing, pushing, and they didn't look like they, they were under the clash, they were on the ropes. So I think maybe if you had a few more minutes, you probably could have had an equaliser, but. And responded really well and I'm, I'm sure the fans are going away from it a little bit with
1: all being positive yeah yeah it seems like they spent about six minutes rolling on the floor then they have got more than that but um, I guess you look at two things conceding of the goals but then the way you responded and the way you finished that game is very strong
3: yeah yeah like I say um, great team spirit in there you go behind you respond well we went behind last week and we won the game you know it's Great response from the team, and it's, it, it speaks for itself the way you know. Some teams only might go down 3 0 and then just drop their heads, and then you could see another turn and go away from the game a, a 5 0 defeat. But we we conceded three, we responded well, and we just keep pushing.
1: For you good, know, this is what this club's about. Last, last question. Last one then. Um, have you seen improvements uh, up till now, and what do you think is going to be the key for the second half of the season?
3: but well, we played all the big teams we played all the teams lower than the table and we came away with a lot of belief and positivity and confidence in the results against like the likes of Chelsea Arsenal Liverpool Toronto Man City Newcastle you know them type them type of games that are, you know maybe some teams are coming here thinking that it might be a bit of a rollover but you know everyone knows we're in, in, they're in with the game when they play against us now and we're growing. You see the Slakers putting in. Carlton came right. on last week, made the difference, made a difference today. Eli's getting goals. Now they've settled in. They've bettered them to the Premier League and they know that this is the level that right. that they yeah, should you know. be at. And Everyone else is growing. Andres has grown game by game. Sambi's growing. Our defensive players are growing. Everyone's growing in confidence. So I think second half of the season, there'll be a yeah. bit more expectation on us from our, ourselves. I mean I'll keep pushing to get results and you know, we've got fifteen points, we should have had more. But if we can double that and get more results going our way yeah. with a bit of luck, I think we can you know aim to the forty point mark. So, so we can keep pushing and stay stay strong together and have a good second
1: half of the season. Teeth, in the end it was so near you, but yet so far do you take positives from how you finished that game?
4: Um yeah, I think I think throughout throughout the season really we've we've faced, you know, doing games adversity but I think the way we've reacted all the time has, has been brilliant. I think that's that's just a, a score thing where everyone is just keep going and, and keep trying to still do something positive for the game.
1: Yourself seemed to have a big impact in that the final ten, fifteen minutes as well. What what were the instructions coming off the bench?
4: Um yeah, I think obviously, you know, the gaffer just said come on and, and and try to impact the game. Um, I don't think it was only me. I think, you know, Chi, all the players coming on, but also the players that were still still on I think all eleven second half we we pushed and, and tried to still do something positive with the game.
1: In the first half you used the wits well as going to lots of crossing positions, but the final ball perhaps not there. But in the second half, particularly when you came on, there was lots of dangerous balls in the box and it just just needed that sort of one little touch I, I guess.
4: Yeah. Um I think it was unfortunate. I think we hit the crossbar as well and and loads of opportunities. I think it's positive because, you know, we're creating chances. Uh, you know, obviously you, you want them in the back of the net. Um, but like I said, you said, you know, there's some close ones where, you know, I think they were inches away, Um, which is unfortunate. But we just got to do um,
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it seemed like there was a lot of belief in the stadium that, that, that something could come. And I guess while that's still there, you can use that as well going forward.
4: Yeah, I think uh, the fans, you know, the fans are always, always brilliant. You, we go two or three down, and you know they're still being loud and and still singing, and and that gives us energy as well to keep pressing and to keep going. Um, so it's it's a massive plus to have them um behind us always every single game.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not the result you wanted to end the year, but it has been a relatively positive Christmas period, has not it?
4: Yeah, um, but then again, you know, you see the change room still, you know, disappointed. And, and that says a lot of where we've, you know, come from and how we've grown as a group um, to still wanting to to win or still get something out of that game. Um, so we've, you know, as a team, we've, we've grown so much and, and it's so good to see.
1: You're, sort of, you're at the halfway mark now, aren't you? Can you sort of put your finger on what might be the difference as you go into the second half?
4: I think for us is uh, what we've always done. You know, week in week out, we've we've kept improving as a team. And I think for us again is you know, can we can we go again, and can we improve again, and can we get better every single game,
5: really? It is. It is getting a bit of pill to swallow at this point because we know the performances are there, but you know, uh, with these big sides coming here, with. Um we have lost the game at the end of the day so we're, we are perfectionists we'll be working hard just to not make it just good performances but turn them into results as well that's one thing that it does give it gives you belief in the performances when you know we can do it here against the likes of Liverpool, Arsenal uh, City, Chelsea teams like these we can it gives us belief moving forward and that's why we've uh, found a bit of form recently I think and obviously you know after the game standing ovation from the crowd again today you know they've been fantastic this year stuck with us week in week out and that's uh, you know I can't be underestimated how important that is this level, you know, it's just crucial to be so focused and so perfect when it comes to that, in, being in both boxes, defensively and attacking. And, you know, they're the, they're the fine details that we're that we're improving on. We're much better now than we were at the start of the season. So um, you can see that we're evolving as a side.
1: We, this team's ability to go right to the end of games. I mean, it, you threw the kitchen sink out them in the last 10, 15 minutes. And, you know, that's got to be a positive standard this
5: thing. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, it's... I really do think that starts with the fans as well. Obviously, we've got a great, great squad and good characters, but you know, even at three 0 they're not, they're not quiet. The, the atmosphere doesn't go flat at all, and it, get, it keeps going. We get another corner, we're, we're up on our feet, and that that gets us going as a as a group of players. So, uh, you know, that's important to us.
1: And obviously, not the way you'd want to finish this Christmas period, but it's been a positive one. Um, how, how do you assess it?
6: No, it's definitely been positive to, um, to get back to back wins in the Premier League. It's always difficult, so. Um, we're delighted with that we were coming into this game expecting to to get something from this game so we didn't do that and we're disappointed but we have to learn you you never lose you always learn and we learn from today and we take it into the Burnley which is a massive massive game for us and
1: look to look to get more points I suppose you you'd look at the three goals you conceded as but also at the same time look at the way that you responded in that last sort of 20 minutes and I think that's
6: the most important thing Uh, when you're down the bottom it's knowing when you go behind you can bring it back and we've done that since I've been in we've done that time and time again so many games we've come back from losing positions or almost got back from losing positions so we have to like I said we have to learn and take that into Burnley and not make those same mistakes and make sure we pick up some points I guess you want to you
1: want to pick up points against every team you play but th- these the teams the likes of Chelsea and that are probably the ones you don't expect to take points against but the performance was, was was very very good apart
6: no, from... I think the we, we expect to take points. So this is not If this was at the start of the season, it might be a different story, but we expect we, we, we should have got points against Arsenal, should have got points against City. We came here expecting three wins on the spin. I know it's, that's not easy. We fell short, but we're definitely expecting to win, especially at Kenilworth Road. We expect to win every game and we believe that we will win every game, but today we just fell short. We've got to learn from it
1: and move on. He seems to be carrying a goal threat in most games now and that's obviously going to be very important because if he weren't getting the chances or weren't scoring the goals, there'd be cause for concern. Yeah, I
6: think at the start of the season we were creating a lot of chances but weren't putting them away. But I think now, whether it be Colton Morris, um, Eli or whoever's up front in the wide areas, we're carrying a goal threat and that's that's so important. That's going to carry us through, um, hopefully
1: to safety. Let's talk about you, Andros, because um the manager said the talks are happening now about potential move. How hopeful are you? Potential move. Potential deal, sorry. Uh uh, how hopeful are you that can happen? Where are you with it?
6: Um I don't want to count my chickens before it's hatched, but I think we're no, I think we're we're almost there. Um I don't think it was a case of there wasn't much work because obviously this is the club that gave me my chance when no one else would, so it wasn't a case of uh, pitting them against other clubs and what have you looting and looting only uh, um, I think we're on the cusp of something very special so it'll be difficult to leave halfway through and yeah uh, we're almost there but I don't want to I don't want to get excited until it's signed on the deadline You've talked so glowingly of this club anyway since you've been here what 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 has it meant to you to be here? I think first and foremost it's, the aim was just to get back playing get back playing in the Premier League and that was the special thing but along the way um I've been lucky enough that I've joined a special, special club, a club who was special and uh, went through the leagues long before I joined. But I think, like I said before, we could do something really special this season. We all believe that in the dressing room. And that was the main reason why I'm signing on.
0: Um, And hopefully we can do that. Okay, that's what the uh, manager and the players thought of the afternoon, James. I mean... Still so much to be, look forward to in 2024. Just this, this defeat doesn't stop our chances of staying up. We just need to be a little bit more clinical. That's all really. Yeah, it doesn't.
1: Um, it's frustrating. Obviously, you, you look back on it and think what could have been like it has been against many of the big boys, really. Eric Kenilworth Road. But, um, you know, the fact that they've gone right to the end and, and give, uh, Kenilworth Road fans a, a real hope that they could get something in this game. Uh, suggest that they could go to any other teams below the top, uh, you know, top 10, maybe, uh, maybe even top six, um, and get something. So it looks positive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully results go our way for the remainder of the, um, afternoon and, you know, and we get some light on us again. We get some more <laughs> light on us again and we look forward to, uh, 2024 where hopefully we achieve everything that the town is setting out to do. Just before we end this podcast, thanks again for all of your support throughout the whole of 2023. We've loved bringing you these podcasts. It's been a fantastic year to cover Luton Town anyway, but we've really enjoyed doing these podcasts. We really enjoy doing them for all the support that you give us. And hopefully that continues in 2024 and beyond. Just like to say, Happy New Year once again to Luton fans all around the world. Enjoy however it is that you're going to celebrate this weekend. And we'll see you all ready for a Bolton preview coming up ahead of the FA Cup game next week. James, happy New Year, mate! Happy mate! And until next time, come on, you Hatters! it! We I love
3: this town. I
1: love this town. I love this it. town. It. You know what I love
0: about this town It's actually you. Everyone in it has got this massive soul. Connection. We're looting people, and that's what we care about.